What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. We are recording at night today. Yeah. I uh, got a cup of coffee in front of me um, oh. as we record our first of three podcasts this week, which is what we do every week as yeah. we dissect uh, the look, the hottest news and the buzziest topics with a touch of what, Terrence? Touch of humor, man. Uh, so human, you're, you're, one of those, yeah. you're one of those that has to drink coffee at night. Uh. I mean, just today. Uh, because last oh. night, for some... Oh, last night, I actually watched the final game of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I so didn't the, watch yeah. any any Premier League games the whole season. Yeah. And then I ended up watching the, the last game because my friend uh, reminded me about it. So but I watched it. Wasn't it and there, there was, do you watch it on Singtel? Because there was a huge blackout for half an oh, hour. Oh, no, I didn't. The Singtel oh, no, no, cast, no. Singtel was cast a blackout. Was like, oh shit! The Singtel cast died for half an hour, so oh, for man. thirty minutes, like there was no football. It was impossible to watch any football. Oh shit, man! Yeah, well, but yeah, so very very reliable Singtel connections. <laughs> um, but yeah, yay Singtel! Yeah, so so where yeah. do you watch it on? Uh, at my friend's place, I think he has Starhub. Oh, I think Starhub. Oh, it's true. Maybe it's through on TV or what lah. So yeah, mine was yeah, the yeah. app, so it was kind of tricky, but yeah, exciting. So it was all good, man. Yeah, it was exciting, and I mean, I like what blew me away was the fans are back in the stadium. I, were, were those the first games? No, right? The, the fans were already back, right? Uh, the fans. It depends on which stadium you go to, but some of them they were starting to have more and more fans back already. But no, it wasn't the first oh. game. No. I remember like uh, my friend reminded me. I was like, "Oh, it's nice to have fans." I was like, "Wait, they are fans?" Then I was yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Because I think I've gotten used to like the the or the the inserted crowd cheers and the mm. crowd singing and all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seeing fans, holy shit! Of course, no one was wearing masks, so mm. I don't know how they they manage that. Yeah, but it was nice, lah. Yeah. And the the f- the weird thing is, I think even for players like Bruno Fernandez for Menu, mm. he hasn't really played in front of a live crowd until recently or something like that yeah yeah some crazy, crazy statistics yeah yeah fucking insane man yeah. it's like you're dating online for fucking long and then you finally meet your other half yeah and then it's the final match of the season yeah it's yeah. a crazy thing uh, mm. but I mean same thing for, for the NBA as well uh, as, as they enter into the playoffs right now the crowds yeah. are back so it's it's pretty exciting the crowds are back yeah 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 can't, can't believe that when we're at this point where we're like, oh, we're happy to see groups of people thronging together, la, right? Yeah. But I guess that's also weird, la, right? I mean, the crowds are back in some countries, but in other countries, people are getting locked in. La. Yeah. Right. Like, like that's the yeah the state of the world today, man. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, but other than that, like, there's, speaking of state of the world, there's, uh, there's also a dystopian uh, state of the world that we, uh, that we created, that we want to plug, which was... Mm. The, our audible uh, original uh, pilot which is a yep. thir- it was a it's a 30 plus minute uh, s- 35 minute yeah. 35 minute like narrative there's there's it's kind of like a black mirror ish kind of universe that we created and yeah. um, it stars some of the best voice talent that we could uh, we could work <coughs> with in Singapore <coughs> uh, one of them has, has a very bad sore throat right now he's clearing his throat <laughs> a lot it's harish obviously uh, yeah. but we also have um yeah, Noah Yap, Jotan, Adlina, um, yeah, Elliot from Three Potatoes from before. Yeah, so it's a, Rishi Budrani, it's a, Paul Foster. Rishi Budrani, Paul Foster. So it's a, not only not only multi talented, but also multicultural group, man. Mm-hmm. And all of whom were directed by Terence. Mm. Um, 
But but yeah, I mean, we mentioned this on the previous podcast. If you haven't listened, if you have ever wanted to support Yalabad, if you ever thought, oh my God, this is fucking dope. How can I yeah. support them? Now is the time. Yeah. Go to the link in the show notes. Listen to the, the the pilot, leave a comment, leave a rating, share it with people because the only way this will be made into a full series by Audible is if it if the pilot does well. Yeah. So so, so does well meaning again love, does yeah. well let's recap meaning uh, you gotta listen, listen to it. To it. Uh, yeah. you got to people leave engage. a comment. Leave yeah. a comment. Uh put a rating on it, you know, like engage with it, discuss with others, tell one other person about it as well. Uh. Yeah. Just yeah. like our podcast. Correct. You've heard the plug before, now it's just for our Scripted audio pilot. Yes. Cool. All right. So let's move along to the first dive order into of the day. The, uh, what's order what's our day. first stop? La, our first stop. Since our we're talking about SMRT. A, yeah. The, our first stop is concerning the, the SMRT Facebook page. Mm. Um, and if you're listening and you think, oh shit, SMRT has a face, uh, feedback page. Uh, no, uh, fuck. SMRT feedback Facebook page. Uh, mm. And if you're thinking that, oh shit, SMRT has a feedback page on Facebook, that's fucking great. Then please, yeah. come out from under the rock you've been living in. Mm. Um, living under. What the hell? See, this is what happens when you record at night. I think mm. I need to have a sip of coffee. But yes, mm. there's the SMRT feedback page, which started off as a satirical, trollish page in 2012. Mm. Um, and recently, last Friday, they put up a post on May 21st. Um, that kind of talked about... It started off by saying, I used to think Lee Kuan Yew was a racist when he didn't allow Muslims to serve in sensitive military positions except for a few token mats. Mm. And then, but now I understand why. And then the writer goes on to say that by and large, Muslims will always put religion uh, above everything else. Mm. So I think he he also made a, he or she made a reference to the Palestine-Israel uh, issue and kind of hypothesized what would be the case if in Singapore a Muslim had to uh, decide between country and religion. La. And mm-hmm. the best thing to do is not put them in a position to help to that, that forces them to decide. Mm. I paraphrase a lot, but that was the gist of it. Yeah. Right? And there were 3,000 plus reactions. There were debates and rebuttals in the comments. Mm. And then someone by the name of Shaizana... Um, Shaizana... Come on, Tab. Don't fail me now. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Let's yeah, Shaizana Yahya, she, yeah. po- she filed a police report against it uh, because she felt it was seditious. Mm. Against the and page, uh, not, not him. Uh. The post against, and the page. Uh. Against the page and the post, yes. Mm, correct. Yeah, and since then, uh, SMRT feed- Feedback has deleted that post. Mm. Uh, they issued an apology in the form of a post mm. and Shaizana has said that she is not going to retract the police report, which means mm. the police investigation will have to happen. Yeah, yeah. So and that was the crux of it. And subsequently, the I mean, the SMRT feedback page has disappeared, right? Oh no, it's back. Oh, it's back again? Yeah, it's back. Oh, it's back again. And, and what yeah, were they post? Did they post anything? Uh no, they have the their last post was uh just a meme uh about circuit breaker and smoking and all that. So they've mm. moved on already la. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. Oh no, so so that w- sorry, the the latest post is the apology where mm. they say, Okay, I, I have deleted the post on behalf of the team of SMRT feedback by the vigilante. I yeah. apologize for any offense caused to the Muslim community. And then um the writer goes on to kind of explain his their stance in that post but still again apologize mm-hmm. 
But before jumping more into it, like um, uh, could you give some context about what you know about SMRT feedbacks origins and who's behind it and everything? Because I mean, it's actually not been, uh, although to to many of us who follow the online space very closely, we're very familiar with SMRT feedback. But actually, they've not been you know the front and center of people's minds for quite a number of years already, like right. Mm, so mm. so like um. Broadly speaking, what when you when people someone says SMRT feedback, what do you think of? Mm, kind of uh, edgy humor lah, or edgy attempts at humor. Really, uh, still still considered edgy. Uh? No, that was the that you asked me was my first thought, right? Mm. But then I think over the years, um, that 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 USP has been eroded lah. So my first yeah. thought is that, and then slowly I come back. I was like, no, yeah, fucking, uh, I have not been liking their posts for a long time to the point where I don't even see their posts mm. uh, until now, unfortunately. Yeah, because I I remember in twenty twelve, um, I mean twenty twelve was a, the online space was such a different time, right? So, uh, them coming forward and and you know they they were sort of almost seen as like the anti heroes of the online space, right? Where mm. if some wrong was done, for example. I think uh, you know Joe. Remember Joe Virtue, the the mm, mm, the, mm. the guy who used. Uh, I mean, he used very unscrupulous methods to get tourists to pay for very unnecessary warranties when they came to Singapore to buy iPhones and stuff like that, lah. Like, this was a store in Simlim, lah. And and, mm. and I mean, to the point where one of the tourists was even on the floor begging for his money back, lah. Um. So the owner of you know Joe Virtue, I think he got doxed essentially uh, by SMRT feedback like, if I'm not wrong uh, this yeah. is one case that I remember very clearly that SMRT feedback was seen as like the so-called the, the like like what they call themselves like, the vigilante, the vigilante. Yeah, yeah the one that if since you know police can't do anything since um, since all these people are powerless they're going to step in and help by basically being the ultimate troll like, and doxing and doxing the, the so-called evil parties involved like. So at and that point of time, yeah, in 2012, it was seen as a, like what you said, very edgy, very, um, it was towing the line with between, you know, uh, between, I, I don't even think the word doxing even was was around at that point of time, right? It was just like basically mm. CSIing someone's entire details and putting on them on the internet. So, so mm. yeah, they, 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 I think they served a very different purpose back in 2012 compared to now. But you were saying something, mm. sorry? Um, I mean, they were... F- I think their first claim to fame was when they sent uh, a bunch of pizzas to Jova Chu's address. Mm, correct, 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 correct. Right, that was in 2012. But but to rewind back a little further, the page was actually started in 2011. Mm. as a, And it was started shortly after the first major uh, MRT disruption of that year or, uh, or up till that point. Yeah, um, yeah. And they started on Twitter and Facebook basically going and responding to comments on SMRT's Facebook page. So people would complain and then they would, with the handle SMRT feedback, reply very, very uh, witty responses. Mm. Um, so they were getting getting some traction as a as a humor page. But then when Jova Chu, uh, that incident happened, they took on the, the, the crusade of being uh, like social justice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they continued to get traction, I think in 2013 or something, when Xiaxue had the, the whole debacle against Gush Cloud, they stepped in. And then they did an expose on Xiaxue and then mm. there was some some debate there. Then in the 2015 elections, I think they even wrote a manifesto uh, proclaiming to maybe even start their own party. And yeah. they were still well-known like, at that point in time. 
Yeah, correct, correct. And but the thing that happened then was there was one of the apparently OG founders who mm. kind of declared his identity as being one of the people behind the page. His name mm. was Azli. Yeah. Um, but since then, there have been like 2G and 3G admins. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the page, and this is what they refer to as themselves, like 2G, 3G admins. And yeah, they, they kind of fell off into obscurity the past few years. Mm-hmm. And uh, not not only just obscurity, but just like the, the I don't know, there's a, you know, so, so even, even trolling and bullying people to some extent, right? I think there, mm. are, there are levels to it. La. And it just felt they... I just felt it, a lot of the stuff that they were focusing on just started to get more and more basic, la, if you know what I mean. In, more in, in, basic. In, uh. Yeah, in, mm. millenni- in millennial parlance, la, right? Like it mm. just wasn't very thought-provoking or very well-researched or or having, having very well um, argued points of views or anything. La. Case in point, mm. which is this article, uh, this this post that they, they did also. La. Yeah. Know, yeah. I, I just felt it was a very like, uh, I mean, it states a point of view, but doesn't like, you know, thoroughly back it up with a lot of uh, good examples or evidence or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the where's, well, I used to think that SMRT feedback was run by, you know, potentially a group of lawyers or something like that who, who knew what they were, they, who seemed to know what they were talking about, la, lawyers or journalists or, you know, smart people and all that. But, Less so uh, recently, less so. Uh. Yeah, I mean, we'll put a link to a Mothership article in the show notes that has the post, the now-deleted post. Mm. Um, mm. And they basically did make some broad uh, blanket statements. Uh, like, literally, if Palestine is being attacked, I can bet 99.99% of Muslims will side with Palestinian people with the 0.01% being the token mats. Mm. Nothing wrong with siding with Palestinians. And then they go on to talk about Singapore's relationship with Israel. Um, and yeah, so a few blanket statements like, and it felt like even if you want to put up an argument, right, uh, feels like you put up an argument like this, the focus is is not going to be on the argument. It's going to be on these broad blanket statements. Mm. Um, and then when the police report was, was filed, I think generally based on what I read from the comments, everyone like felt that uh, SMRT feedback did write something seditious, something mm. that deserved the police report. Mm. And uh, Shaizana was getting a lot of props. Mm. Um, and I mean, like, uh, I think she explained why she's not going to retract the police report because uh, she referred to Ms. Raisha Khan, WP candidate who last yeah. year posted, had a police reports lodged against her for tweets she posted a few years prior and two years uh, ago with Pretty Please and Subhash Naye when they made the rap video against the Dennis Chu incident with Inets. Yeah, so yeah. in this case, I mean, like, looking at that whole roller coaster ride of things. What 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 do you think of the whole thing or any thoughts that stick out or not? Uh, I mean I think Alfian said he posted about the, the, the reporting of the police the mm. police report. He he said he's he's still feeling very ambivalent about it because uh I think I think similar to him, I also feel uh, that do we really want to live in a society where everything oh you know happy only so we report police, you know? My feelings mm. are hurt report police like, right? Yeah. Um, but then, at the same time, um, I mean, the law is the law, lah, right? And 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 yeah. If they've quite clearly broken the law by being saying something seditious, uh, yeah, lah, we should apply the rules the same way, whether it's to pretty please or to to Raisha or to to SMRT feedback. I, I felt I felt like um, it's very offensive, lah, What they 
what they posted. Uh, and why? Why? Complete void of, of any real evidence or anything worth discussing, you know, as a as a real um as a real as a real talking point lah. So just, why why yeah. would you say it's offensive? Because it, yeah, because it has. I mean, it, it's not meant to spark any discussion. It's almost this guy already has it in his mind already that you know ninety nine point nine percent. I am sure ninety nine point nine percent. Blah blah. You know the kind of language that they're using. It, it's mm. it's that kind of very dismissive kind of uh, generalizations, uh, hasty generalizations that that un- unless you really pull out the evidence and everything, I think, yeah, la, that's what they are, la, generalizations, la, you know? And then mm. they're used to just paint very broad strokes about people, which essentially is, is what racism is about, la, right? You know, mm. you see one person because behaving a certain way, then you think that a whole group of people behaves that way. Yeah. Mm, Sorry, mm. you're saying something? Uh, no, my first thought is that Maybe I should utter that, those words back to you the next time you quote uh, Indian matchmaking from Netflix. Uh. <laughs> Just a heads up. Uh. Just a heads up. I've recorded no, that and it'll be immortalized. But she has such, she has so many, she has put, she has helped so many couples get together. You're she talking knows, about who? What, what's, so her name, uh? what's her name? What's her name? I can't remember, but she's from oh, Bombay. From Bombay. <laughs> Correct, she's, she's from, from Bombay. Bombay. Yeah, Seema, is it? Seema yeah, from Bombay. Yeah, Seema from Bombay, yeah. Seema from Bombay. She but, has evidence. Yeah. She has, she has she's evidence. She's got a whole book of <laughs> no, evidence. She has anecdotal records and all that. Yes, la, yes, yeah. yes, correct, correct. So, so I, I like just, I, I guess, um, because like I read Alfian Saad's post and I did agree that, oh shit, like really, I mean, there's, every time you hear, you know, in Singapore, people say, wow, everything fucking call police, everything call police. And then this one, a post was made and then the police was, uh, police report. La. So, my initial reaction was like, wow, um, really, like, is that is that the best way? But going back to what you said, like, uh, looking at what they posted, yeah, like, there's this one paragraph where it's, like, towards the end, and they literally say, but if you put a Muslim in a sensitive position where, where he has to deal with Israeli tech, which he knows is the same tech that is used to lay siege on Palestine, how do you think he will react? Mm. Would he then bin laden with guilt? So yeah. there's already that association with Osama yeah. bin laden. Exactly. Uh, would his responsibilities as a Singaporean be overridden by his duties as a Muslim? That is the reality and that is the truth. Let's not kid ourselves. So, yeah. I guess when that kind of statement, it really does paint a fucking broad stroke across all Malays and Muslims yeah. in Singapore. La. And, and he's, if he's trying to be funny, that's what I mean, well, that's what I mean by basic. La. Like, that kind of... I mean, wordplay can be funny, la, right? Wordplay can be funny. Yeah. But not when you reduce it to simple ethnic or, or religious stereotypes like that. La. I think... Um, you know those days of the the Russell Peters, uh, that, that kind of like uh, um, I, mean, I also laughed at it like, last time. You know, fifteen mm. years ago, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. But a lot we, of people laughed at it. Dude. Yeah, you know, <laughs> he the, was the highest do, paid comedian for a do, few years. Yeah, do the right thing, do the right thing. You know, and then yeah. and I would I would laugh at like yeah you know, Chinese people. Even even the movie that I love like Five Hundred Days of Summer. You know, Chinese people, the way we look is a becomes a punchline, like, you know? Mm. And I, over time, I realized, yeah, I mean, why... why it's, it's just not funny already, like, not that it's offensive or anything, it's just not funny anymore, like, you know? So mm. so that's why I feel like even like that whole Bin, Bin Laden thing is just not funny already. Like. And, and, and for them to like trot it out, like it was like the best thing that they wrote. That's why I felt like mm, the quality of the, the laughs also is not there already. Like. Yeah, and then... I mean, like, uh, it's not even one of those things that if you really look, it's it's even hard to argue for SMRT feedback, no? Because with those sort of statements, which I, which is why I guess when they did their apology, which 
Okay, I think the, the thing about SMRT feedback over the years, I mean, from the start, like, they've always had this air of arrogance, like, which when they were posting funny shit and uh, doing cool shit, it kind of was warranted. But then now, they still feel like they're on this moral high horse, mm. which, because in the apology, they basically said, um, let me put it out here that the previous post were not, was not in any way construed to question the loyalty of Muslims in Singapore, but to reaffirm a Muslim's commitment to his religion. Uh, that's not really that true. Um, yeah. So, so the thing is, the, no, you're the saying that's thing, not true because no, because they he basically did make enough associations yeah. that kind of uh, applied to Singaporean Muslims, lah. Yeah. Right. So for yeah. for them to go back and say this, it felt like oh fuck, like just sh- just shut the fuck up, lah. And yeah. then it's a non-apology, lah. Right. right. It's basically yeah, a it's a non-apology. It's the epitome of a non-apology, lah. Yeah. But then. The thing that I haven't seen anywhere come up anywhere, which I hope at some point it is discussed, is the reality that there seems to still be a ceiling for Malays and Muslims in the defense force, like in the Singapore Armed Forces. Mm. And I don't think that is just me speculating. Mm. I do feel that just if you look at the stats of of people in positions of power and command in the armed forces, mm. it doesn't really add up like, or match. Mm. But at no point is anyone talking about that. Mm. So, you talk about, so you talk about commentators, uh, or the commenters. No, like like the, the fact that, okay, like, as stupid as the post from SMRT feedback uh, was, um, I think most people would agree that there is that sort of, like, um, disconnect, la, like, mm. uh, a surprise. Like, even if you look at your own friends, you know, it's part of the cultural zeitgeist, right, that, that you know, like, your Malay friends will go to police. Yeah. You know, there's there's enough of that happening where you yeah. kind of look at it and like, hmm, okay, yeah. what's going on there? And it's never really been discussed in public uh, since Lee Kuan Yew, right? Mm. But but right. that feels like something that um, should be addressed, yeah. worth worth discussing. Like the 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 thing about Pretty Please and Subhash Nai last time when they made the rap video, even though I also disagree with the rap video, I do recall that over the next week there were a lot of discussions about you know Chinese privilege, uh, racial. Um, inequality mm. and all that. So now I hope it evolves to something that's more than just like this kind of stupid post. La. Yeah, and, and that's where I guess you are, um, the police report being filed and subsequently Shazana continuing, I mean, n- not not retracting or what, kind of, a, uh, it has a little bit of a tit for tat kind of feel, la, right? An eye for an mm. eye kind of feel. As opposed to, oh, you know, uh, the bringing up the real discussions that should be brought up. Uh, from a post like this la. like mm. like why like like what you say like if there really is a discrepancy in the numbers you know hopefully we we can get we can get more numbers um from from uh, we can get more data it's made more available for people to look at and uh yeah and, and more discussions about that la. but then i think she she points her police report she she orients her police report more towards uh a revenge kind of police report la against mm. the other side, la, you know. And so that's the part that I felt a bit mm, a bit is a is a lost opportunity. Um but at the same time, you know, I'm not I'm not the I'm not the one who 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 would be taking the most offense from this post. La. So I don't want to tell her that what she should be doing with the police report and everything. La, you know? Yeah, I mean I hope there are updates because the the thing about her background also, right? She's not um she's she's not someone who you can like might might be someone who you know doesn't understand the law or something because she's a lawyer dude mm-hmm. um and she she just left uh the law firm 
Eugene uh, Thurai Singham LLP. And from what I've heard, from what I've read up, that particular law firm does do a lot of work for social causes. Mm. Um, and, and if you go to a Facebook page, which is public, you can also see that she's quite a frequent poster of issues that are important to her, which I respect. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully something comes out of this. Yeah. Something something constructive comes out of this. Actually, the one uh, thing that I really hope comes out of this is... is um, can we get rid of the anonymity of of uh, yes of mm. smarty feedback? Because mm. I feel that anybody these days who and 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 I I know people on Reddit also who disagree with me because I said before, like if you if you are commenting on Reddit and you're using a throwaway account and you know you're not you know no karma and all that kind of thing, I, I generally will will uh be less inclined to really take take to heart what what is written lah right. Um, so in the same way I feel like if you're in this day and age where you want to play the game of like you know social media trolling and, and being a you know big page funny and, and all these kind of things and making half-assed apologies and all um, there has to be a name to it lah, you know you, you mm. put your name out there lah. don't don't shy away don't shy away everyone needs to know who you are so lah. And that's also something that Alfian Saad pointed out, right? That mm. that the good thing about a police report is that the police have have powers that be la, that we that uh, lay people don't have, and one of which could be for SMRT feedback to reveal their identity, like because mm. they're not just a small page. They're uh, you can argue they have a page of significant influence. I think they have mm. like three hundred fifty-four thousand followers. Yeah, and there is a company that that. I think has ownership of them. It's Rockefeller, Rockefeller something. Oh, um, yeah. How do you know? A, it's it's an advertising agency. Uh, there were there were a few articles that oh. talked about their background. So it's run by an ad agency, lah. It's run by an ad agency because I recall mm. 2015, 2016, they got they got bought over or kind of acquired by an ad agency. Yeah, so yeah, they became yeah. the advertising arm, lah. Yeah. Um. Through through branded content and all, so they still mm. do a lot of organic content, but there is an entity behind them. Mm. Um. And the the guy Azli, who was one of the OGs of of SMRT, he also has a few businesses in the content space. Mm. So there's definitely they even call themselves like the council, like the people who run the page. I'm like, mm. yo, just just I know you want to, you think you're like anonymous and like that V for Vendetta feel, but come on, man. Yeah. I think I think Alfian Saad also pointed out that the icon, uh, the profile pic of the page is is a kind of like a modified picture of Zu- Zubir Said, mm. which like like holds a very prominent uh, background in in Singapore history, la, And they kind of put a like a pixelated cigar and sunglasses on him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just I've just all these years I've never felt entirely comfortable with that line of like. You know, every time someone, wow, SMRT feedback, so fantastic. Quilly tag them and all that kind of thing. SMRT pl- feedback, please do your thing and all that kind. It just like, it brings you back to those days where there was just like, uh, the, the, there was nothing to protect people from doxing, you know, the, the, yeah, really, yeah, bad, yeah. the really bad side of the things. And uh, yeah, and, and I mean, uh, I guess the law was waiting to catch up with the technology. but and, and they were just in the right place at the right time to exploit that loophole that was there. Um, mm. But now you know these loopholes have been you know you, you not just covered up but by puffmud up like you know like puffmud and 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 uh, the anti harassment laws and everything already. So yeah, I mean SMRT feedback. I think you got to you got to sort of change your role as well. Like, you got to evolve with the times. You know, 
And mm. I would really love it if you start by also just revealing who who the hell you guys are as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, la, like the anonymous thing is like just 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 stop being a like for all your high and mightiness, right? Yeah. Come out and show us your face. Yeah. You know, but but going back to something you said, you know, about how you don't care about throwaway accounts and all. So if I were to change my Reddit prof- profile name to like sexy mama twenty twenty one, you won't give a shit about my comments, is it? Less likely, la, yeah. It will be down less likely, la, Less likely, Less likely. I mean, the algorithm itself, it will be downranked, la. You know, it's not gonna Would pop it? up the first. No, the most Why? relevant, no, unless I search for newest comment. But but I usually yeah. have it on best comment or, or you know. Hey, sexy mama twenty twenty one might put a fucking dope comment, okay? <laughs> I mean, if it's just you wait, you wait, sexy mama twenty twenty one. We'll wait for that, la. We'll wait for that. Yeah, come in right, come in right at you. No, but one thing I also did want to say, um, um, because ultimately SMRT's Facebook post was with regards to the whole uh, issue, uh, the situation in Palestine and Israel, right? Mm. And we have been gotten a few questions from our listeners about why aren't we talking about it? And like, trust me, like we have been reading up on our own, and it is such a fucking complicated issue that the only way I was thinking that I would want to approach this this topic, which seems to keep coming up, and um, over the years is to actually talk to a Palestinian and talk to an Israeli. Um, just just to just to start with their perspective so that we can ask all the noob questions that I have. Uh, so, so yeah, if, if anyone listening does know or if anyone listening is a Palestinian or an Israeli based in Singapore or based abroad but would be willing to jump on a podcast with us, please just send them our way. Hit us up on Instagram or our Reddit because... Just like how we have done in the past where we want to talk about issues so we go to the people who know a lot more than us. That's that's how I would want to approach this as well. Yeah, yeah. Very, very complex issue. Yeah, very complex issue. And I mean, it's good that there's a ceasefire now, I believe. Mm. Right? Yes, So, yes. so But I would still love to have a, 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 a an authentic understanding of the whole situation. So please hit us up. Yeah. But uh, cool. speaking of very complex issues... Uh, Mm. Um, I mean, this one, the next one is also is also a very very complex issue, la, right? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> okay, that was very weak as a it was very weak as a segue. But segue, that was <laughs> fucking terrible, dude. I need a coffee also. I think I think I need a coffee. That's yeah, a, I can I can sense <laughs> I can sense the end of the dayness in you, you know, Terence. It's been a long day, la, Let's just say it's been it has a long been a long day, day. <laughs> a very hurried day. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. So, so, um, but yeah, this, this, this topic I, I thought was, uh, I'm very surprised that you actually wanted to talk about this as well, actually. Mm. Mm. But, Why, but yeah? okay, so, yeah, yeah. But what topic is it first and foremost? The, the topic, uh, is, um, something that was announced on 14th May. And since then, there have been a few articles like give, giving commentary on it. And it is, um, the fact that NEA recently announced that, they are making it mandatory for diners to return dirty trays, crockery, and clean table litter at hawker centers, coffee shops, and food courts. Mm. And and that leaving litter on dining tables will now be an offense under mm. the Environmental Public Health Act. That means yeah. if you don't return your fucking trays, you can get fined. And I and I believe it's only the elderly and the kids who who might get uh get uh granted some sort of like a second chance. Oh, were they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew, I'm gonna bring my kid yeah. everywhere I go from now on. You must make sure also your kid eats all the trays that you know yeah. you don't clean. Uh, correct, eats but, from but, all the trays. But yeah, but that's it'll it. Be still, in September. Th- yeah, there's still a, a grace period from now until August 31st, right? 
From June until yep, August yep. 31st, yeah, yeah. Yep, September 1st, it'll kick in. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, so, why, 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 what has you so riled up about this topic? Oh, no, 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 don't assume I'm riled up, bro. I just mm. thought it would be an interesting topic because it's like one of those things that, I mean, I can safely say that if you were to spot Terrence and I eating outside once the restrictions are lifted, um, there's a high chance that we would clear our trays, lah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I will give Terence credit for for uh, kind of like highlighting this when we first started working together, and it made me also think, like, and and I think the older you get, the more you see like the elderly cleaners, and like, wow, fuck, it's really like heartbreaking to see them like just clear the trays from and people who just eat it, like spit on the trays and shit like that, and then just mm. fuck mm. off. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so so I think. I wish more people clear their trays, mm. but when a law like this gets passed, right, part of mm. me is like, okay, fine, that's a good law, but part of me is also like, oh shit, do we, are we, do we, can we not do it without a law? Mm. So basically, right. you wanted to talk about this for, for the virtue signaling opportunity, la, to talk about how you've been doing um, it like, for years before everyone else already. <laughs> la. Hey, fuck you. La. <laughs> <laughs> I do realize how that may have come across. On hindsight, <laughs> that yeah. I just spent like a minute and a half talking about how I return trays. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to own it. I return my fucking trays. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I return my... And not to, not to say I'm going to be virtue signaling. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was an interesting thing because because it is a... Uh, yeah, like it, it... It's just like, you know, the, the smile more campaign, be mm. kind mm. campaign, yeah. uh, use proper English campaign. Yeah. It's like all this... It's just it's just I thought we were past that. Yeah. Can I can I can I uh, just point out that I think the article that uh, you pointed me to in Straits mm. Times uh, is behind a paywall, right? Yeah, I I, <laughs> I, I realized that also. But no worries. But within <laughs> the first couple of paragraphs of reading that, right, I was pissed uh, off already. Signal. I was pissed uh. off already. Mm. Because the, I mean, I okay to, to give the full context, I don't pay for Straits Times, like like probably ninety nine point nine percent of Singaporeans out there. I don't pay yeah. for straight time. So I just, if I see a paywall, I just you stop You just reading. read the first six lines. I just lines. read the first six lines. <laughs> same, same, same. But this reporter started going on about how she, he or she, I can't remember, like, was um, at a food court or something and then the, the family of strangers didn't clear after themselves. Then she had to start clearing because she was going to sit down. He or she was going to sit down there. And then, mm. and then <laughs> I think he or she blurted out, not shy, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um... So I, 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 I don't know, man. I, I I don't like that kind of behavior, like, you know. They're, they're not not the family of who never clear up. But the one who clearing up and then after that still must say something snarky to to scold the previous family that was there, you know? Mm. I, I don't like it's like the kind of like I don't know if you've been in that situation before. Sometimes you're listening to your headphones or something like that, and then you uh you you're entering a door, then suddenly the door is swung open because there's someone there already, right? And then mm. somewhat opposite, then you oh, then you just quickly pass through like because you're already halfway through already, right? You didn't know. This notice. is what a door to a building or something. Yeah, eh? a door to a building or something. Then the, I mean, that person who opened it didn't see you, didn't open it specially for you or anything, and then goes like, "You're welcome," you know, like, like. Oh, you cannot that before. I cannot that before. Like I've seen, and I've <laughs> seen it happen to other people before, like two or three times already, and I'm like, wait, wait, why, like. Why is there this huge expectation? People must be fucking thankful to you that you decide to do something like civic minded, right? So uh. 
and it kind of uh, made me look at this thing as well. And then like, there's a whole range of reasons why people uh, in Singapore have not been trained or uh, do not naturally go and return the tray themselves. Like, and it's over years, many, many, many years, like, this kind of behavior has, has been built up. So like, mm. this expectation when she, because she wants, she, she has to clear someone else's tray or that, then she still has to shout not shy. You know, he or she has to shout not shy. I just felt, I don't like that kind of behavior. Like, like, like you need to be thanked for being such a virtuous person, like, you know. Yeah. That's, that's one fucking rant I, I had to go on. Like. So, I, I so when I started, yeah. when I started with my own virtue signaling, were you thinking, oh, fuck, this piece of shit also? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see, that, that's the thing. I think I've eaten lunch with you enough times. I, I know that we, for us, is we've had discussions about this and sometimes I tell you, Harish, just leave the fucking tray on the table. There's an uncle here. You make his life harder by bringing it to him, you know. And, and sometimes logistically, that's the reason, like, right? And we've mm. had to leave the tray on the table. But, but we're not we're not giving ourselves excuses. We're saying that a lot of times the infrastructure within a coffee shop is not made for people to return trays. Um, I, I, I think, for example, like the, the army cookhouse. Like, you know army cookhouse, the point where you return your plates and everything, right? That's mm. a huge area that they... they, they they cordon off, you know, just for people to throw their cups and their plates and their spoons and everything. And and that's for washing also. La. So so not every coffee shop will have that kind of space for that kind of infrastructure to, to have a very nice clean return area that won't attract flies and animals and shit, la, right? So, mm. so so if there's someone who who can do it better and, and you are getting in his way doing his job because you insist on, on virtue signaling, right? Then then I think mm. You know, you got to think twice about about your own behavior, so la. But, but anyway, the one I yeah. think is a, is a, I mean, like, uh, so so essentially, what you're saying is that yeah, like, it's not, it can't be put solely on the people who leave their trays because there's a lot of other issues that that could be better, la. For example, yes. more tray return stations. Yes. Um, so stuff. But I also do feel that that, um, how you say. Uh, there, there could be, like, it, it's it's something that, yeah, it's not part of our growing up culture. Like, there are many things that we are told to in school, to do, to not do. Basically, like like littering, okay? Mm-hmm. From, from young, you are told, don't throw shit on the floor, mm. okay? Because there's a fine. Mm. Anyone who went through Singapore will know, don't throw shit on the floor, don't spit, because there is a fine. So, this one was never part of the upbringing. Mm. Um, and now, maybe it's a, it's a change, like, but... As much as yeah, things could be better infrastructure-wise and all that. Mm. I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing for for kind of people to be reminded that they can do more mm. Um. And and I think like that. Not everyone who who kind of wants to return the trays is doing it just because they want a virtue signal la, Especially mm. in the presence of someone else la. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that's fine. So that's fine. But then would you go the extra step of saying not shy? Next time you do that for somebody to somebody, uh, no lah. Uh, I think then you're but, just being an asshole lah if you do that. Yeah, but you know what would be fucking hilarious if you only you only read the first two paragraphs, right? Yes, what if correct. in the third paragraph her her first line is, you know, over the years I've realized that me saying not shy put <laughs> me to be an asshole, and you know I've really grown uh, and I've donated one kidney and one liver yeah, yeah, yeah. to the elderly. Then you then, then shame <laughs> on me then, la, Shame on then me. Then you 
Think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, then yeah. you were being a piece of shit. Please because think all you did, think yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because all you did was you read the first seven lines <laughs> and you passed a whole blanket statement on this reporter's credibility. Yeah, so, yeah. like, you not better the check credibility, yourself. And, and not on the credibility. No, 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 no. no. The, I no, just, just pass it on. The, the person, this is a... And very not very nice person writing about other not very nice people. La, yeah. How you know she's not very nice? Because she say this kind she of thing. She might be la, a sweetheart. Not shy, not shy. Oh, kind of you're welcome kind of stupid statement. Maybe that was just the clickbait to get people into the heart heart of the matter, you know. So mm. maybe this is a this is something for you to to realize, but maybe it's something <laughs> for straight times to realize also. Like, yo, you might be creating more problems for your journalists because yeah. it's like you know, like a clickbait uh, title or like a, a video thumbnail that has like just a lot of skin that mm. might actually talk about in, important issues, like, which is what kind of we have done in the past with our YouTube videos. Mm. Um, so this straight times, your paywall, right, is fucking annoying. Yeah. Okay? Do okay, a better job with your damn paywall. Yeah, yeah okay. So, but, but so other than, uh, sorry, sorry to harp on this for so long. Uh, but mm. other than just saying not shy, la, I guess yeah. one way would be to just nicely ask the family or something like right hey do you mind clearing up because we are because we're also taking over the table or you know i'm scared of covid or whatever like right nicely mm. ask nicely ask no no don't don't need to be aggressive just nicely ask you know do you need tissue yeah. i also have tissue you can use some i get pass you some tissue you help you, help, you can clean up after yourself also right would you do that if i had a tissue yeah i would do that like, yeah no, but tissue, like let's say they, because I'm sure everyone has been confronted with a table of, uh, that a group of people just vacated that has so much shit on it, yeah. both on the tray and off the tray. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so you're saying that, that there's no harm in just politely asking, oh, could you, could you help to clear it up? Yeah, yeah. I think there's no harm. I think in terms of like, I mean, when faced with a person who's actually using the table and all that, then maybe they'll be a bit more you know, more pleasant, like, you know, they'll be, oh, okay, 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 can, can. When they actually mm. see that, oh, shit, there's someone who wants to take the table now, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, anyway, so maybe, I think, I think that's yeah. like, I, I digress very long already, la. I just, yeah, that's just a so suggestion. emotional, no? No, because I, I know, <laughs> I, people think it's, ref, it's, it's cool to call out bad behavior and things like that, la, right? But I'm saying that sometimes you end up pissing the other people more, that even more so they will continue doing the bad behavior. You know yeah, I mean? it's 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 the stuff we see on social media also where discussions that they could be more constructive just do more to polarize like Yeah, right? yeah. Or, or or if like for me, maybe I, I would find that this whole dirty trade thing is less of an issue because I I do know that there are infrastructural I do acknowledge that there are infrastructural issues that people don't didn't grow up in the environment and stuff like that, like, right? So mm. I maybe make a choice not to call it out like that way, like, you know? Uh, but mm. if I really, if you really cannot take it, I still advise to do it in a nice way, as nice as you can, uh, and not just shout out some like passive aggressive remark, lah. Um, yeah. But yeah, correct. That's that's. So that's, yeah. sorry. So moving on <laughs> past your rant and venting. Yes. Yes. Um, like, what do you think of the law itself? Um, if you asked me a year ago or two years ago, I would say, oh, no, it's, it's terrible, lah. You know, Singapore, please, lah. We don't everything we pass law, but. Now, because of COVID and mm. everything, and just seeing how difficult it was to get Americans to wear masks, to get, you know, even Germans, you know, supposedly very clean, efficient people to wear masks. Um, I, I think, you know, as a human race, we are, we're, 
where none of us la, don't say what country la, doesn't matter whether you're Singapore or whatever country none of us deserve the the freedom to to be educated la, you know as opposed to having rules implemented on us none of us deserve the freedom to be educated because uh, yeah two years ago that that the, the study the pre-covid me would have said you know it should be educate it should be about education it shouldn't be about passing laws you know we should do our best to educate people about these kind of things but you you saw what happened in the crisis in the past one year already like right Mm-mm-mm. people still refusing to wear masks getting in fights over it you know going to protesting marching and storming the capitol hill and all that nonsense like right i don't mm. know i mean of course, of course not everything is related to mask wearing but there's a very huge part of the global population that is against like uh what what seems to be the best thing for everyone to do like right whether it's take mm. vaccines or, or or to to wear masks or to just don't go out as much don't mingle in big groups and things like that um yeah we 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 we're not worthy la, of of the of the carrot like you know i think a lot of times the human population needs the stick la. Oh, Terence, you had a really long day, uh, is it? <laughs> no, this is totally this so is, much pent up anger, man. This is totally what I think post COVID. <laughs> there's no controlling anyone no. in any country, so don't think it's just a Singapore thing. Uh, that's another thing that I don't like. Also, that people think Singaporeans always think we're very special, you know. And and mm. and there's an irony in itself, like, that I think Singaporeans think that we are special, like, right? We think uh. that the way we behave is so unique, but it's not, man. Look around the world, man. Everyone said wear masks. So how many Americans said don't wear masks? It is against my rights and everything. So if 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 it was as easy to pass laws in America as it is in the US, I think you know they would have easily wanted they would have wanted to pass a whole law already, lah. Mm. You think you think your your stance has anything to do with you also becoming a dad over the past two years? Uh probably, yeah. Probably. Because I recall you. I don't know whether we were talking about it on a podcast, but I think there was one discussion with another parent. Talking mm. about how you know with your kid, you can kind of educate them why they shouldn't steal, why they shouldn't kick their cousin or their auntie. Yeah. Uh, but you can also just just fucking enforce something on them and kind of like not take the softer approach, lah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so what you're saying option. is with humans also, with humans also, there's the some there's a certain truth to that, lah. Right. Yeah, I mean, COVID nineteen essentially was the the biggest social experiment, right? To see whether as a, as a globalized human population, we could take steps necessary to 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 help each other, to you know, to really help, uh, you know, the, give a helping hand to each other and stand together as one humanity to fight to fight uh, COVID and all that. But um, yeah, results haven't been great, lah. Mm. Right. So I, I like I think like um, I do. Maybe I, maybe I don't feel as strongly as you about that, mm. but I I would also say that my stance towards like a uh, softer approach and all has has really decreased over the years, lah. Mm. Because especially with kids, I know I don't have a kid. Mm. When I have a kid, I might be a very different person. But wow, well, sometimes when I see people, I know like they try and explain to their three year old why they shouldn't throw a tantrum. I'm like, uh, is that the best approach? Oh. I don't know. And I think with with so I know you're uh, saying, you're no, saying at those yeah okay I know what you're gonna say I know what no, I know so, what you're gonna say so what yeah, are don't you be a, expecting at those moments what are you hoping that I do? don't know lah <laughs> dude don't digress okay and don't try and corner me into like just accuse, accusing me of like being what what you say uh, uh, not checking my own opinions because I don't know what it feels like to be a parent with no, a no, three year old no, no. throwing a tantrum I'm asking asking because I don't I, know. I have those issues uh, like my kid now he yeah 
like if I'm sometimes I, I'm just holding him, then he decides to like slap me, slap my face or something like that. You know, what do I do? Mm. Do I, do I, you know, explain to him? Oh, you know, you cannot slap people in the face like that. Or, or do I just go like no? Or do I like slap him back? Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> those are obvious options. Know, but right? I, I don't know, but I I know I know that for a while the rhetoric was that you know you will need to always treat your kid as an adult. Mm. And I think that one has truth to a certain extent, but but lots of um, maybe not the best for every situation. Uh, but mm. I don't. I'm not a parent. I wouldn't know. But I think when it comes to general human behavior, I do agree that sometimes you need to to be hard on them, mm. And and in this case, I think I think maybe if they because if you look at the articles by Today and Straight Times and all, not this uh, uh, opinion piece, but when the announcement was made. All the titles were like failing to clear your table could soon mean a three hundred dollar fine. Here's what you need to know, mm. um, and it just felt very like okay, you know what? This is what it has come to. But then when you put it in the context of COVID, right? It makes mm. so much sense. Mm. It removes all instances of like oh, fuck. You know, as a society, can we can can people trust us more? Does the government have to intervene? No, when it's COVID, fucking hell, we need to do all we can, man. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I feel like. The narrative of this, I don't know whether it was intentional by these mainstream uh, media uh, outlets, uh, whether it's sensationalist, lah, you know, rather than kind of take the practical approach of, okay, there's COVID, uh, we need to do this. Mm. They they go down the path of like, oh, the government doesn't trust you, you can't do anything yourself, which mm. ultimately makes people more incensed. Lah. You're saying the media is taking that, is, is taking that, that line, ah. I mean, it feels like it. Like you look at all the headlines. In none of the headlines, mm. do does is there anything about COVID? Mm. But if you think about it, maybe COVID kind of gave the government uh, a way to expedite something that was already in the works mm. uh, with regards to this. Maybe COVID kicked off this discussion in the first place. But yeah. I think it makes it makes total sense, lah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think one thing that um, I know we spoke about infrastructure earlier, lah, right? But not yeah. just in hawker centers, but just broadly infrastructure in terms of how we live, how we work, how we play. Um, I, I think we're still just scratching the surface of what this, what we actually need to change, you know. Like, like mm. not, not saying that something like, I'm, I'm not hoping that something like COVID ever happens in my lifetime again, but, but just the realization that, you know, human beings are human beings, which means we are imperfect carriers of germs and bacteria and all sorts of crazy shit around each other lah, right mm-hmm. and, and, and as much as we love we can love each other but at the same time we also are each other's biggest threats as well lah, to some extent um, mm. but just the way you know we've been over the last two or three decades we've been packing more and more humans into cities packing more hum- more and more humans closely densely packed into planes into trains and and cars and everything as well I I think that all this just needs a big rethink, right? Um, mm. And not not the very least the hawker center, which I always feel like the there's always an intention to build some infrastructure for a return area for trays and stuff. And I see that a lot, you know, mm. quite a couple of um, hawker centers for like for example, uh, the the Geylang Baru hawker center. I know that there's like one big area that is like you know non-Muslim Muslim, but but it's not being used, lah. You know. Like for some mm. reason, the the hawker center itself, the cleaners or what they decide that uh, they decided, or, or even NEA, I'm not sure lah. They decided it's less efficient to use that as opposed to having just people on pushing around their trays. 
are pu- pushing around their own trolleys and picking up the stuff. La. So, mm. I I think there have been thoughts about revising the infrastructure in hawker centres uh, before, but probably there is no greater impetus than now la, with COVID-19 and everything to really think about this properly. La. And then if if that's the case, you might as well just overhaul the whole thing and just, yeah, la, just you know, use the law to, to push people towards the kind of behaviour we want them to, to, to have. La. Yeah, but I guess the tricky thing is like, how all will this be enforced? Uh? Or will hawker centres soon have safety distancing yeah. ambassadors, yeah, tray yeah. returning tray ambassadors, <laughs> return ambassador. and and you did, like when you eat, they're just, there are more people, if you eat alone, there are more people watching you uh, yeah. than, than not. La. Yeah. Because because okay, take take for yourself like, for example, right? If you go to the hawker center with your kid, uh, and you eat a, eat by yourself, like to return a tray with a kid in hand, it's mm. gonna be it's gonna be tricky. hard, la, right? Yeah, correct. It's gonna be tricky. So so maybe there needs to be like some some sort of like concession. I don't know, or maybe you go eat in like the parents' area or the the non tray return area so that you mm. get judged. Or maybe it's like MRT, you know, like every table there's a red seat. If you sit yeah. there, you don't need to return tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take a red tray, so everybody knows that you're not going to return your tray yeah. for whatever reason. But but you know you they have a bunch of those aluminum uh, trays, right? Those those mm. tall sh- like aluminum shelves that that you yeah. can. Uh, I mean, one thing is I, I find like they should have more of those just like conveniently everywhere floating so around. Like, uh. Yeah, such that you can literally stand. You shouldn't be walking more than like three seconds to get to one lah. You know, three or four seconds. But then, uh. but then the thing is, I think that. You know, like how in the food court, nobody really wants to sit near the tray collection point mm. if it's if it's stationary. Mm. I think if it's just floating around, mm. um, it might not be the most hygienic to begin with. Mm. It might not be the most uh, welcoming to sit around, mm. um, Unless unless I know there were certain food courts that had these robots that go around to collect trays. Yeah, yeah. That would be fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. would be fucking weird. I mean, I mean. What you say is true la, but at the same time the the efficiency of a of a cleaner pushing the trolley around tables, around crowds, around people to go and clear one table versus like, you know, being able to just just hit the, the main hot spots are the aluminium tray area and all. Uh mm. I, I don't know. That, that 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 actually that kind of thing uh, requires some some study like it's a bit like uh airline seating like that right i know yeah i know like airline seating to to the lay person it seems like very simple uh, just from the back to the oh, front yeah. one. but it's there's actually algorithm ma- yeah there are algorithms and major calculations that go on about how best to to board people on the plane so i think those same kind of studies uh can and should be done at hawker centers as well like how to you know maximize the the flow of traffic and 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 making sure that, you know, like what you say, like, I, nobody wants to sit next to the elementary when it, they're like birds or, or like junk all over and stuff like that, yeah. like, right? Yeah. So, so is there a way to, to, to clear it up more quickly and more more regularly? Lo? Or maybe they, they should just incentivize a returning trays, not with like uh, 10 cent rebates or anything, but you know, now in a society that craves sort of like social clout right yeah. you know, imagine every time you return the tray right the lights <laughs> dim there's a light and like bah, 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 bah. Yeah. you ring the bell tray someone rings the bell <laughs> everyone, yeah. everyone claps for you. Up and all this <laughs> shit yeah everyone claps that yeah. would be like no like every every hour right uh. one person who returns the tray yeah. will have that sort of treatment right. uh. maybe, yeah, maybe you know it's a, maybe not only that but they one. maybe win like five dollars or something or the, yeah, it has to be more than that. Like. It has to be more than that. Every hour. Like. Because, it's a lot of money. You, know, you think about it. 
Dude, you think about it. People, there are going to be people who will be fined $300, right? Mm. So if you return your tray every hour, there will be someone who wins $300. It's a perfect system. Oh. But then, then you must catch someone who doesn't return the tray in order yeah to la. reward someone who, who returns the tray. I mean, if no one no one is caught, that's a good problem, right? Yeah. No, but, but that's why I think, again, you know, you need to do a study on what is the optimal level of money that people will, will, will get incentivized people to to you know return the trailer and not have like grab create a business out of it and <laughs> you know they like you can hire someone to return trays for you and then he eventually wins three hundred dollars and then you, you get 50% <laughs> oh, yeah, of that. That's right. that kind of crap <laughs> uh, you know that's true uh. remember we were just you talking just to somebody who was telling us about some 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 uh app in the US that that incentivizes you to report your uh, to, to give them your parking ticket so they can contest it for you and then, oh, then yeah, they, get, yeah. they get commissions you know? so, so I thought yeah, no, when you, know, you when you say contested smart, you, yeah. you don't mean like a contest contest like, like no, legally no, no. legally appeal yeah appeal yeah. and then if you get back your money they get a, a cut of it and all yeah so, so, yeah, Yo, but I, yeah. I, I I think I think my idea for that like someone loses $300 you win $300 that, that's a fucking dope idea man holy shit yeah yeah we, we gotta we gotta think of it a lottery ticket. You win a lottery ticket, lottery ticket. Yeah, ticket yeah. to win that three hundred dollars. No, then, then it incentivizes the hawkers to call. The, I mean, the diners to call out other diners who leave. Uh, it's almost like a bounty every hour. Uh, yeah. You know, all the offense fines are collected into this one windfall, yeah. and someone will win it. And every <laughs> hour it resets. Well, and then you just you put cameras, and then you film the whole thing and make it a twenty-four hour live stream. Holy fucking shit! That's a self-sustaining ecosystem. I think if you are the Prime Minister of Singapore, it'd be like, every day of your life would be like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fucking hell. My blinds yeah, exactly. would be closed every single day. So. <laughs> yeah. You wait, I tell you. This, yeah, this, yeah. This, this casino of a hawker centre is going to come to life. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, la, the, 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 but, well, something you said earlier that is very true is that the, the sim- I mean, the virtue signalling side of things, if you reward people for virtue signalling, then maybe yeah, la, there might be you maybe yeah. not don't don't doesn't need to be money la, but just something like like social a pop, clout social like a big clout, pop yeah. like such that you when you take your photo you know yo I returned my tray yo you know and your, yeah, your skin right. looks very nice and everything la. yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so well, like I mean NEA hit us up man <laughs> last last episode was the NDP committee for yeah. fun pack now yeah. it's NEA one by one very, one by one dystopian Singapore we're building uh, every day yeah man <laughs> <laughs> but yes cool. that brings us to the third segment yes. our one show comment of the past few days yes. which is and what is yours Terence uh, you wanna go ahead first I need to pull my uh, okay yeah mine mine is a is an animated meme by mm. long time Yalabad reddit memer big sloth boy mm. uh, and I think this is one of my favourites um, he he or sh- um, he or she oh fuck oh big sloth boy okay I'm gonna assume it's a boy uh, so mm. he took an excerpt from a previous podcast where you were talking about how to support Indian friends like you know and like um, there was a, a like 10 minute conversation between us and he animated it using uh, just like reenacting it as a what like a whatsapp message la. and I mm. thought it was fucking hilarious man it's on our Reddit. Uh, shout out to you, Big Sloth Boy. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, my, my one short comment is from the Mark W. Jacob. 
Uh, I think mm. he was the one that told us about his experience on the Suez Canal. Um, mm. He's a seafarer. So he... Mm. I mean, he, he was just commenting on the... You know, the, the whole India accusing Singapore of having a COVID-19 variant thing. And mm. um, yeah, la, he, he just tells talks a little bit about his experience at sea where there was a container fire on a ship in Indian Indian waters like, and, and his experience dealing with the Indian Coast Guard uh, based on that. La. Um, mm. I mean, it's not directly relevant to the, that whole spat that Singapore and India had about uh, COVID-19, but I think yeah. what he's, he's sharing is his experience uh, maybe dealing with the institutions or the bureaucracy in India. Yeah. And, and and how how it was quite demoralizing for him also, uh, so he totally understands how how like uh, maybe like <laughs> how Vivian Balakrishnan felt at that point uh, you know. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I, I always find it interesting to hear from our readers. I mean, our listeners. Uh, like yeah, from from their day to day lives and everything. What what you know what what interesting stories come out there and and yeah he. I think Mark, Mark W. Jacob has given us a, quite a couple of things to think about since he started listening. Wow, Mark, Mark w. w. Jacob sounds like a stage name or like a like a Hollywood name. Yeah, yeah it's his throwaway name. La. Yeah, throwaway <laughs> name. Correct, correct. <laughs> <laughs> throwaway name. Discount. <laughs> yeah, discount. 80, only 80%. Yeah, yeah we yeah. believe only 80%. But no, but, but yeah, so far, I mean, he's the noob seafarer. He calls himself the noob seafarer. La. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Yes. All right. Uh, and then now on to our one short thing. Yes. And why don't you go first this time? Uh, I mean, the one short thing I wanted to bring up was... Oh, what was the sound? Uh, the camera battery just oh, okay. <laughs> just died. So for this part on, on YouTube, it'll be just Terrence's face. Okay. The, yeah. uh, the one short thing is, I think it's just the, the NBA playoffs. Uh, they, they've started this year and um, it's it's a very exciting year because... Um, not only are the teams, I think, more evenly, uh, more more fairly, uh, the talent is more evenly and fairly distributed throughout the league, uh, whether it's east or west, uh, or or between teams in the east or west, but also the defending champions, uh, the LA Lakers, they have LeBron James back from injury, uh, but they are the mm. number seven seed in the west, uh, and um, the the last team that that uh, won the championship with uh, a seat low, uh, as low or lower than six seat was the Houston Rockets. Uh. That's the lowest seat that has ever won the title before. So mm. the Lakers now, if they go on to the NBA Finals and, and win it, they will be the seventh seat, the lowest seat to ever win the whole thing. Uh. So it's, mm. there's a quite interesting story going on about whether LeBron, you see at an age where his, his body has finally caught up with him and then can he really will a, another uh, pretty shitty supporting cast besides himself and 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 uh, AD? You know, not not shitty, but they just haven't been performing very well. Uh. Can he will them to another final? Uh? So there's a multiple mm. like storylines going on, and then we're starting to see a lot of the younger players come forward and and really shine. Uh. So and like you said earlier, the crowds are back. So. It's fantastic. Like, it just feels like a, a very big like welcome home party for for everyone. No? So 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 yeah. I I would advise like if you're you know, everyone's done in the Premier League now. You know, if you're new to basketball, haven't watched it in years or what, now's a very interesting time to get back into it, lah. 
and and I mean the football season not over yet also right there's mm. the Europa League and the Champions, Champions League. League yeah yeah correct so yeah so I'm 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 assuming that as people are in this the coping with patuha Mm. Um, there's probably a more uptick in people watching sports, lah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I mention also that? Yeah, lah. The the basically last week the the I spoke about uh the NBA doing a play in tournament as opposed to the playoffs, where they mm. required the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth ranked teams in each conference to play for the final positions in the in the playoffs. So so mm. so they had to do a mini tournament of their own, which was awesome because like. Uh, I think LeBron and the Lakers had a had a crazy game with the Golden State War- Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors, and it came down to one final crazy shot from LeBron, uh. and then yeah, these things just they they'll live in your memory forever, like, You know, because it's just such an insane like the, the sticks were so high and the, the it felt like a a final a finals game, la. That's mm. why I'm, I'm that's why I'm very super excited about this year's playoffs. Uh. Wow, that is cool. Yeah. So cool, what is cool. your one shock thing? Uh, my one shock thing is a is a pair of local content creators that mm. I came across when I saw someone else share the IG IG video. Mm. Um, one of their handles is Peak Meister P E K M A I S T E R, and the other one is F R S M R I, and. It's a bunch of uh, is it they they do quite a few IGTV videos together, just short skits lah. And it's a mix of English and Malay comedy. Mm. And I think they are fucking hilarious, man. Mm. And it's a kind of like very over-the-top kind of um, physical comedy and verbal comedy. But they film vertical videos, so clearly made for TikTok and IGTV. Mm. And I just think it's a very it's a very refreshing uh, style of content in Singapore. Like, because it's genuinely funny. Mm. Uh, and yeah, I think, I think they are pretty damn talented, man. So shout out to the two of them. They don't... I don't think they have a YouTube channel. I think they're primarily on Instagram and uh, TikTok. But they are talented and funny, man. Why? Why do you say genuinely funny? Like, then who's? I mean, because genuinely not funny. Or no, I mean you do get a lot of content creators who make comedy videos. Mm. But uh, I can't. I don't know whether they are just in the realm of comedy versus just being purely like actual comedy, mm. uh, And and I mean, I personally don't find a lot of the comedy videos or even comedy shows in Singapore being very funny. Mm. Whereas for this, I mean, they just do short two minutes kids of like how boys be on No Nut November when your friends say they're on the way, when she likes nice guys. But I just thought, yeah, they have a great chemistry. They're funny. And yeah, it's just, there's something there's something nice about it. Like it's, it's good shit, man. Mm. So okay. shout out to the both of them. Okay. And check them out. We'll put them at the, in the link in the show notes. Why oh. you think all comedy videos are funny? Eh? No, no, no. I'm just wondering what what you meant by genuinely funny, lah. Yeah, like, like genuinely funny, all, like, genuinely funny all, to you, lah. Um, I would assume. I mean, their view counts not bad, lah. And based mm. on the the lols and the smiley faces in the comments, I assume that other people also find them genuinely funny, lah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, but there are people with. A lot of high view counts and a lot of lols in the comments and all that. But you don't find mm. those genuinely funny. So I'm just trying to understand what you meant by genuinely funny. La. Yeah, genuinely funny to me. To you? Okay, okay. Ken? Ken, Ken, Ken. Ken. Ken, let's clarify. The happiest, the happiest <laughs> part of the fucking podcast. Cannot let it go. Cannot let it go. 
Because I think you need to go have a good sleep tonight, lah, Terence. You know, get some rest. Get up on the correct side of the bed, lah. No, Basket. this but this 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 is genuinely funny to me when we talk about this kind of thing, right? Yeah, la, true, la, true. <laughs> I I enjoy the banter also, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking today, like, can you imagine if our podcast was either two of me or two of you? Holy wow. shit, man! That's a wow. Black Mirror Society, la. That's, yeah, that's, like Black that's Mirror what we're talking society. about. Wow, how depressing would that be? Either way, wow, either wow, way, wow, either, wow, way. either way, exactly. Either way, either one, way. On one side, one they'll just be like trying to compare whose glass is more full. <laughs> <laughs> and the other side is the other one is ah your glass sucks everything sucks. <laughs> yeah. You guys go guess. That, so yeah. that is true, man. That is true, man. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool man. That See was a fun soon. ending. All right, thank you guys for listening, and talk to y'all soon.